And welcome to another episode of Coffee and Revelations, where you bring the coffee and we bring the revelations. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. I am so excited to share with you all. Each week just brings me another opportunity to share what God has been revealing to me, the revelations (laughs) that God has been giving to me day by day, week by week. And I just love the opportunity to share those things in this platform and in this way. So thank you for coming back week after week. If this is your first week, welcome. Hey, girl. Hey, friend. Hey, brother, what's up? I'm so excited that you're here and prayerfully this will not be your last time. I hope that you will come back again and again and again. It just gets better each week. And there are lots of episodes for you to go back and listen to. If this is your first time, feel free to binge listen (laughs) to the podcast. And I'm sure you'll find some things that you will enjoy. So let me tell you and prepare you for today's episode. Every week I'm saying I love this topic. I'm excited about this topic. This week's topic, I... I don't know if I'm that excited about it because it's hard. This is a tough one. Um, yeah, this is, this is a tough one. So I'm going to share what God has given me and I hope that it's a blessing to you. I hope that it's a blessing to somebody. It's been on the docket for a while and it's just been like, eh, I don't know if I really want to talk about it, but sometimes you just got to talk about it. So today we are talking about doing good even when you don't want to, even when somebody has made you mad, even when you really don't feel like being nice, even when you really, really want to snap and do something crazy, even when somebody hates you and you historically have hated them, when there has been some beef, some tension, and y'all can't seem to get it together, doing good even in the midst of that. Okay, it's going to be It's going to be an interesting episode. So this is why, I mean, I'm excited about it because I get to share and I get to give some things, some insights and revelations that God has given me. But to be honest, this is a tough life lesson. It's hard, y'all, to love people and to be nice and to do good and to bless people when you feel like just doing the exact opposite. When people have done you wrong, when, when there is just this whole thing of, If it makes me feel better not to like you and to do bad to you when you do bad to me, to do the same thing that you're doing to me, that is what is natural and that's what feels good. And so this revelation is sort of countercultural and it's really against the thing that you naturally think. You don't think to do good when you don't want to. You don't think about blessing people when they have hurt you or when their intentions toward you are not good or when they have scandalized your name or talked poorly about you or done things that they shouldn't have done, things that they knew were hurt you, things that they knew were wrong against you. And there are so many dynamics of this whole thing. When you talk about an enemy, some people have truly been through traumatic experiences at other people's hands. And knowing that we live in a society where there is so much wrong that is done, there are so many things that people do against others. And so it's not saying that you need to be best friends with the person that did this evil to you or someone that harmed your family member or someone that brought great 
distress to your family or to your life is not saying that, but hearing the teachings of Jesus about your enemies are very, very crucial. And so I'm just going to share some things today that I hope are a blessing to you and help you to sort of see a different perspective and maybe embrace something in a different way than you have in the past. Because when you walk in forgiveness and when you walk in true love and when you're able to bless people that really mean you no good, you have moved into another space and I believe that God can bless you in a different way and can use you for his kingdom and his glory in just a different way. So let's get into it, y'all. I'm going to be sharing from Matthew chapter five, verses 43 through 48, and I'm going to read it in the message version, but I learned it in the King James version. And so I'll reference quite a bit back there too, just because the language is a lot different. Y'all know the message version is plain common English. (laughs) It's like talking to your friend and they like, girl, listen, this is what you need to do. Okay. That's how the message is. So I'm going to read it in that version because I think it's important for us to hear the plain way that it is. And then I'll sort of cross reference a little bit with the King James version, because of course that's, that's my go-to. So I'm going to read this, y'all, and listen to it. It's so deep. It's so deep. Oh, my goodness. So this is Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48 in the message version. It says, you're familiar with the old written law, love your friend, and its unwritten companion, hate your enemy. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer. For then you are working out your out of your true selves, your God-created selves. That is what God does. He gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish to everyone, regardless. The good and bad, the nice and nasty. And y'all know this is message because you're talking about nice and nasty. This is truly the message version. <laughs> If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is grow up. You're kingdom subjects. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others the way God lives toward you. All right, y'all. This is tough. This is a tough message to live generously toward people that are unlovable, toward people that you don't feel a natural inclination to love. It's easy to love your family for most of us. It's easy to love our friends for most people. It's easy to love people that love us. It is downright hard to love an enemy people you feel like should be being a blessing to you and they are not it's hard to love them it's hard to love people that you know are talking about you behind your back it's hard to love people that have done you wrong that have that have moved you in a direction that have specifically set out to do evil things to harm you to hurt you to cause you to feel bad about yourself to bring down your low self-esteem it is hard it is hard to love like that 
But when you think about how God has loved us and what happens as we walk in our Christian walk is God empowers us beyond our natural inclinations. He empowers us beyond where we naturally are and gives us the ability to do what we could not do without him. You can love your friend pretty much without the strength of the Lord. You can love those that love you, those that are giving to you, those that are doing nice things for you without this extra empowerment from God. Anybody can do that. But to love an enemy, to bless someone, to pray for them in genuineness and not because, you know, not from a place of, well, I'm going to pray for you, but I'm not really, really praying. I hope God doesn't do it or to pray against them or whatever. To do that, it shows that you truly love the Lord, first of all, and that you have his strength and power living on the inside of you. I love it. In the King James, in the King James version, it says, bless them that curse you do good to them that hate you pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you because then you will be the children of your father. We become the children of our father when we are not looking for ways to do bad and to do evil to those people that have even done those things to us. I'm not looking for an opportunity to hurt people that have hurt me. I'm not looking for an opportunity to do harm or to do bad to them. I am actually looking for ways to be a blessing to them. When I hear that something has happened to them or happened to their children or something is going on in their lives, I'm praying for them. You can actually actually pray for your enemies. Now it takes some extra strength. It takes some extra power to pray for your enemy, but God wants us to do that. He wants us to actually pray for our enemies, to pray for the people that really we know they ain't got nothing good to say. They don't have anything good to do to war us, but God gives us the strength, the wisdom and the power to even pray for them. Y'all, I know it's hard. I know that it's like, man, I thought I was doing good. I thought I was doing really good. But when you are able to pray for them, when you are able to truly wish them the best, because you know, when you part ways with people, if you have an ex or if you have, you know, somebody that you're not buddy, buddy with that maybe you used to be close to, you're like, well, I wish you a good life. I wish you all the best, but you ain't really wishing them the best. You know that sometimes in the back of your head, you be like, yeah, mm -hmm, the best. I wish you the best. You don't really, really sometimes wish them the best. But when you really can say, I pray that you make it out of this situation, I pray that God allows his blessing to come to you. I pray that favor finds you. I pray that you escape the, the detriment, the torment that you're going through right now. That is a whole nother level of moving in your discipleship and your relationship with God. And it is hard, y'all. It is not easy to love your enemies. It is not easy when you think about, and I even think about some parental relationships with their children and everybody has not had the best experience. Everybody has not had a loving experience with their mother, with their father, with their siblings, or with various people in their family. So to be able to say, I really do want God's best for your life, not saying it in a way that <laughs> it's sort of funny because, you know, there is this little side way that you can say, 
I hope the Lord blesses you. Like, what? <laughs> you know you don't wish the Lord blesses me, but it's just weird that you're saying that you wish the Lord will bless me because I can tell from the way you're saying it that you really don't, you really don't want God to bless me. But you can really want God to bless and to keep, to protect those people that have done wrong to you. And there are different dynamics of this. If you have been mistreated physically or sexually abused or those types of things, it's hard for you to say, I want God to touch. I want God to bless this person. And it is, I I can't even imagine from that vantage point saying that I want God to, to bless this person or to help them or to deliver them, to save them, to get them out of whatever situation that they are in. But I remember that Jesus, as he was hanging on the cross said, they do not know what they are doing. Father, save them, touch them. Even the enemies that had him hanging on that cross. And it's just like, God, if you can have Jesus to do that, I can overcome some of the things that I am going through. Some of the things that I'm holding against people, some of the ways that I am withholding ways that I can be a blessing to people, I can overcome those things. And some of you, I know listeners, when people listen, you're talking to people from all walks of life. People have been through some truly traumatic things and to forgive to walk in forgiveness, to live in a place of forgiveness. And when you have the opportunity to be a blessing, to do that, it is a very, very different way of living. But I believe it is an empowered way of living. Now, this theory, there is a theory that you should only love and bless and do good to the people that love and bless and do good to you. So that's, that's easy. You know, it's pretty easy to do that to the people that love us. But there's a song that plays my theme song at the beginning of the show that says, show me God's perspective in me. We're not asking through these revelations with coffee and revelations to hear our own perspectives, because if we hear everything that's our perspective, what's the point? We're asking God to come in and to reveal his perspective. So show me, Lord, what I may think or what I may feel and illuminate your perspective in me. Show me how I can overcome the thoughts that I am having, the things that I think are already right. So this episode is one that I believe will really, really challenge us to welcome God's perspective Because it relates to how we treat those that mistreat us, how we react to the things that happen to us and what we do, how we move forward in that way. It is hard to take the high road and show love even when you want to do something that is the exact opposite. So all you want to do is get right down to their level. Listen, I can show you how to be petty. I can show you how to act. I can show you what it means to be real, 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 real petty and act the same way that you are acting. But I'm going to take the high road. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm not going to treat you the way that you are treating me. And one of the things that I'm reminded of is that When we were still sinners, when we were still the enemies of God, 
He loved us. He sent Jesus to die for our sins when we were still sinners, when we were still his enemies. He extended his love toward us. And so now that we are believers, some of us, and I know that some people that are listening may not be believers, but now that God has come into our hearts, he empowers us with that same ability and that same strength. Even though it is one of the hardest things to do, he helps us to live our lives from a space of freedom. God wants you to be free, not held in bondage to the people that you won't forgive, not held in bondage to the things that you cannot get over. God wants freedom to be in your life. And he has the ability and the strength and the power to bring absolute freedom to you you in your life. And one of those areas of freedom is being able to walk in liberty as it relates to your enemies. Now, enemy can be an interesting word because like I said, some people have experienced severe trauma. Some people have experienced sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. Some people have experienced various issues in their family. Someone in their family may have been murdered or something very extreme has happened. So a very severe tragedy or loss or trauma has happened in their lives. So you can have enemies in that way. You can have enemies that have just formed themselves in your life. They don't like you. You don't like them. Some people, we don't even know why we don't like them. Some people have issues with their in-laws, issues with people that are in their lives that they could have a close connection with, but for whatever reason, they have become an enemy. Whoever they are and whatever they have done, whatever space they are in, God can allow you to live in freedom as it relates to your enemies and you can be a blessing to them. Not necessarily that you're going out and purchasing things for them and and buying things for them, sending them money, telling them happy birthday and all of those things. But there are ways that God will allow you to show that you are full of his spirit and that you have been empowered by the Holy Spirit spirit to love people that are truly unlovable. It is impossible for you to love an enemy without the help of the Lord. We can love our friends without his help, but you cannot love an enemy without the help of the Lord. God has to come in and empower you and change your mind, transform your mind from the state that you are thinking. You might want to bring harm to somebody when you have an opportunity to bless them. And when their life is in your hands, you might want to take that life. You might want to do the most evil and heinous and hateful thing toward them. But God can empower you to love them. God can empower you to be a blessing to them. When you are their last hope, God can give you the strength to be a blessing to them when nobody else will pray for them God can help you to pray for them and it is hard it is hard to be a blessing to someone that has been evil to you but this verse says that you can bless them and not curse them even when they have cursed you God can give you the power to be a blessing to them we see it countless times in the word of God that you can be a blessing now God also does not cause us to be a fool 
God does not make us ignorant. God does not make us stupid. God does not make us a doormat. God does not make us a carpet for people to walk on. No, we are not stupid. We are not fools. You're not about to just take advantage of me and me be here and looking crazy and allowing you to do that over and over again. It's not saying that, but it is saying when it is in your power, even as even if it's behind the scenes, even if it's not directly to the person, you can follow out the will of God. You can follow out the will of God for your life, which is to love your enemies. It is to love your enemies. God desires for us to do that. Now I'm going to read you something very interesting from Proverbs chapter 25. Proverbs 25 verses 21 and 22 say this. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap coals of fire upon his head and the Lord will reward you. When you are a blessing to the people that are your enemies, when you allow God to move through you in that way, you show forth his love and you bring a reward to yourself. It says that it will heap coals of fire upon that enemy's head because they simply do not know how to handle or how to take the fact that you are being a blessing to them. In the Message Bible, it says, if you see your enemy hungry, go buy him lunch. If he's thirsty, bring him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness and God will look after you. Y'all, there are things in our lives that we don't know are coming. And as we are a blessing to those that have hurt us, as we are a blessing to our enemies, God looks beyond what we can see in that moment. God looks beyond the fact that we are hurting to do this, that we are literally having to go through a battle within ourselves to be a blessing. But as we do it, God brings abundance to your life. I believe, and I don't know who's listening and I don't know what you have been through. I don't know what enemies you are facing. I don't know what things that you are having a hard time um, battling or moving past or getting over. But what I believe God is saying, the reason that he had me to go the route of this episode, because it's been some months that I've written it and I just couldn't uh, go with it. I couldn't share it. I couldn't release it at that time is that, God is preparing something for your life that when you forgive and when you begin to pray for them and when you release them from whatever you have held them in or whatever they have held you in for this period of time, however long it has been, God is getting ready to release an abundant harvest in your life. And the last piece that has been holding it up is your enemies. The last thing that has been holding it back is forgiveness and walking in the blessing that you are able to do good to them even when you do not 
not want to. Even when it is hard, even when you don't feel like it, God is releasing a harvest because of your obedience to his word. So I want to encourage you today. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know what space you've been in, but sometimes it's the little thing that you do behind the scenes, just praying for them, just wishing them well, according to the will of God, just praying that their soul gets right, praying that they get delivered and brought out before something bad happens to them. Whatever the situation is, God is releasing you a harvest as you do this. There's something that's been held up in your life that God wants to bring to you. And the peace that has been missing is praying for your enemies, doing good to them that despitefully use you, blessing them and cursing them not. And so I want to encourage you today. I don't know who needed this. I don't really know why God led me down this route, but I believe that somebody needs to let some things go. You need to move past some things and allow God to bring his healing into your heart. Allow him to bring his healing into your life. Sometimes it will hurt to be a blessing. It will not feel good because just because you're a blessing, let me say this, doesn't mean that they're going to change. It doesn't mean that they're going to suddenly become a magnificent person, a wonderful person. Y'all are going to become best friends. You're going to be restored back to the place where you were before. No, it doesn't necessarily mean that, but it does mean that God can open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing for you. It does mean that he can release his favor and anointing to you. It does mean that you will experience love in a different way because now you are allowing God to love through you. It means that you can experience the father's love in a different way. And it means that God is using you for his glory because he wants this to be done in the earth. He wants people to see that as a believer, you are different. You're just different. And even when people are hurting you, you can still be a blessing. Even when people mean harm to you, you can still be a blessing. Even when people mean you no good, you can still be a blessing. And that is what God wants for your life. That is what God wants for my life to push past when I don't want to do it, to move beyond when people have hurt and harmed and done evil things and to say, God, I want them to experience your love through me. And it's tough and it's hard. And sometimes you do feel a little bit foolish because it's like, man, they're not going to receive me anyway. So why am I doing this? It's not about them. It's not about them. This is not for them. This is for you. This is about God. This is about bringing glory to God. It, it ain't about them. They may still act ugly. They may still be who they've always been, who you know they are. It's okay. But God can manifest healing in your life. And God wants to heal y'all. God wants to bring you out of that stuff that has kept you bound for so long. Let him do it. Let him heal you. Let him deliver you. Let him set your heart free. Let him love through you. And I believe that he will manifest it and that there is a harvest that is coming to your life that will really show the enemy that God is still God. That God is still God. Now listen, 
there may be some times that you got to go to war with your enemy. I'm thinking about David and Goliath. There, there are some times where you just got to shut it all down and you got to move past that too. But all of it is bringing glory to God. And so I ask that you would pray about what God wants you to do, how God wants you to handle your specific situation. And before we close today, I'm going to pray about it too. Um, because God has wisdom for what you're dealing with. God has grace for what you're dealing with. And he wants ultimately for you to be whole. If your enemy is keeping you from being whole, God does not want that. God does not want that. He wants you to be healed and he wants you to be whole. Now, if there's a reason for war and for tension and for moving forward in that way, it still won't keep you bound because he'll give you the freedom and the liberty to do that. But right now, I believe God is releasing a word for you to be made whole. And a part of that is releasing your enemies, releasing them, releasing yourself, forgiving them, forgiving yourself and moving on in the name of Jesus. So that's our show for today. We never like to end a show without pointing people to the one that can bring healing and deliverance in your life. And that man is Jesus Christ. He is the one, y'all. He's the one. He's the one that can help you love your enemies. Listen, he's the one that will show you how to do it because he's done it. He loved us before we loved ourselves and certainly before we loved him. When we were enemies of his, he loved us. And so I want to give you the opportunity to welcome Jesus Christ into your heart if you have not known him, to invite him into your space, into your life, to become the Lord of your life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 say, if we confess with our mouths and believe in our heart, the Lord Jesus, that we shall be saved. For with the heart you believe and with the mouth you confess unto salvation. And so I want to give you the opportunity to do that if you haven't before. And if you have, this will just be a time for you to listen and to pray that others are being saved and brought into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. If you're praying this prayer for the first time, just repeat after me. Say, Father, I welcome you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. I ask you to cleanse me of my sins to wash me, and to make me new. I believe that you sent your son Jesus to die for my sins, that he was beaten, that he was hanged on a cross, that he was buried, and that on the third day, he got up with all power in his hands. And with that power, I ask you to come into my life, to change me and to save me in Jesus name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now saved. Now it's about building your relationship with the Lord, growing in him, going deeper in him. And God has so many things for you and for your life. And I'm excited about your new life in Christ. Hey, sis. Hey, brother. If you're new, we are now family. We family now. So I'm very excited about your new life in Christ. I'm going to pray 
as I said, I know that this was tough, a tough revelation. Sometimes our revelations are fun. Sometimes they hard like this one, (laughs) but God makes provision for them all. And I believe that there was a reason. I don't really know why, but there was a reason that God wanted me to share it. And so I'm glad that I did. And I pray that it has ministered and been a blessing to you. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you just for being God. Thank you, Lord, that you loved us before we loved ourselves. We, You loved us before we loved you. When we were unlovable, when we were hard to love, you loved us, God. And we thank you for that. We thank you for teaching us how to love, how to be a blessing. Father, I pray for every listener today. I don't know what enemies they are facing, but I ask you that you teach them how to handle their enemies, how to deal with their enemies, how to love their enemies, how to be a blessing to those that curse them, how to pray for them that despitefully use them in the name of Jesus. How, oh God, to show forth your love even when they do not want to, even when it is hard, even when it is the most difficult and challenging thing to do to love an enemy. But God, you empower us to do it. Help us to move past where we've been. Help us to move past our hurts. Help us, oh God, to forgive, to forgive people, to forgive ourselves, to move beyond the things that have held us captive for so long. Help us, oh God, to move, oh God, beyond those things so that we can experience true freedom in our lives. I come against and pray against a spirit of bondage that seeks to keep us bound, even if it's just one area of our lives to keep us bound to our enemies, bound to the things, oh God, that have kept us captive for so long. I pray that you would release every single listener, that you would give them wisdom as it pertains to their specific situation, even if it's just praying for their enemy. Even if it's just saying, I forgive you. Even if it's just saying, here, have this, take this. Father, I pray that you would give wisdom and grace. I pray that they will not be taken advantage of any longer. I pray, oh God, that Satan would not be able to speak to their hearts and to tell them what to do. I pray that they be led by the spirit in every way. Help us to show your power, to be those that represent your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, this was hard, Lord, and this is hard, but I pray that you would allow it to be done through your spirit, that what is so hard to conquer will be made easy because of your power. Thank you for being so, so kind, so loving, so faithful, so loyal, so kind. You are kind and we thank you for that. Bless each listener until next week. In the name of Jesus, amen. I love you all so much. I thank you for being a part of the Coffee and Revelations community. We are a part of the Jesus brand online. I'm expanding and growing. It's a lot because I am a team of one (laughs) right now. So it's hard to do all of the things that I want to do. But I promise that I am committed to God, that I will do everything that God has given me to do 
whatever my bandwidth allows, I'll continue to release content. And I pray that you guys will be here to listen. Please share, like, rate. That allows people to see the podcast. It'll pop up for them as you rate it, as you give your honest feedback, as you share it. Now, if you're not going to give a five-star rating, don't rate it, okay? If it's less than five stars, just reach out to me and I'll update some stuff. But don't give me less than a five-star, okay? All right, I can't wait until next week. Until then, I love you and I'll see you soon. Bye. Show me God's perspective.